Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you all doing? Hope you're doing well. Kind of in full swing right now. All A lot of the teams, I wouldn't say all, there are still some teams waiting uh, to get on the ice, but by and large, we have our teams rip-roaring, ready to go. As we uh, kick off the 2022-2023 season, for some teams this week, and we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, we've got got plenty to talk about. Team Maryland had their first showcase up in Worcester. Uh, Navy's D1 uh, went up to Oswego State to play. Towson had their first home game, uh, home games, rather. Maryland D2 back at it again. Stevenson D2, Stevenson D3. Navy took on Salisbury. Uh, Maryland women got into action, and on Saturday they were facing off against Loyola. And, of course, we look at things to go ahead. Uh, we'll start off with Team Maryland as the Worcester Showcase comes into full effect as we are rip-roaring ready to go for this one. The Showcase, a little bit different rules. Two halves, two 25-minute halves, 50 minutes total, and away we go. The first matchup for Team Maryland was against the Connecticut Chiefs on Friday and a very tight, uh, tight-ish game, I would say. Team Maryland really had the ice tilted in their direction in the first period twenty or first half 25 shots on goal for uh team maryland but uh, nothing doing on that one as uh, uh, J- uh jesse easterwood was solid for the connecticut chiefs nothing getting past uh, either him or lincoln crosby for the first frame connecticut only was able to get six shots on goal in this however in the second half Quick start to everything. It's Colin Merkel for Connecticut. Gets the first uh, goal of the game, 349 into the half on the power play. Maryland just got a major checking from behind. So in the middle of that power play, that is where they struck. But uh, it's all good in the hood for Team Maryland as they were able to come back two minutes later just as the penalty expired. J.J. Creighton off the faceoff, uh, throws it into the uh, into the goal vicinity. Lots of screens in front, lots of body in front. He gets his second goal of the year. Carson Cabral downs with the assist on that, and that's where he stood the entire time. Uh, no other goals were scored in regulation uh, as uh, it goes to a shootout, and in that shootout, uh, Connecticut gets two goals right off the bat, and Maryland was unable to answer, and that is a shootout loss, unfortunately. Uh, Lincoln Crosby, another solid performance, 18 saves in this one as the uh, as Team Maryland. Uh, a, a solid, a decent start. Obviously not the, the start they want to see. You want to get the dubs, but, uh, you know, points a point as a point in this wild, wacky uh, world of ours. It should be noted also Jake Williams, former Mount St. Joseph goaltender, uh, playing for the Connecticut Chiefs or rostered with the Connecticut Chiefs. So uh, congrats to him to uh, getting that spot uh, for this season. Second game for uh, the Team Maryland squad, we go to the Boston Junior Rangers. Uh, and this one, again, another pretty solid matchup between the two. Colin Burke in net for this one, and he was tested fairly early, fairly often in the first frame, uh, but Team Maryland gets on the board first on the power play. Sean Donahue with a uh, great puck movement, one-timer at the dot off a great feed for Matt O'Donnell, and he gets his first of the year. Matt O'Donnell, his first assist as well. 40 seconds later, though, Zach Pappas ties it up for the Junior Rangers, puts it at one apiece, and it took a little bit. It took until about half, uh, about eight minutes left in the uh, the half 
when a redirect in front goes to TJ Avellino. He gets his first for Team Maryland. JJ Creighton on the assist, number two of the year for him as Maryland goes into the half up two to one. And then it did not take them long at all as two quick goals, starting off with Tommy Tracy, his second of the year. Uh, is just a strong forecheck. A strong forecheck by uh, Sean Donahue, and he just picks it up, passes it to Tracy. Tracy's right there, bing, bang, boom. Away they go. Uh, then nine seconds later, Andrew Lowe breaks in. He kind of fans on the shot, but got enough on it to get it under the pad uh, and off the bar and in, making it 4-1 to one Team Maryland. Brett Beal gets one back later in the frame midway point for the Boston Junior Rangers. But uh, it was Team Maryland after that as Joshua Danielkowski uh, gets one at 18-20. Just out of the box uh, was uh, was Sebastian Morris, created a nice little turnover, got it out in front to uh, Daniel Ka- Danielowski, and Danielowski puts home his first of the year. And then a minute and 10 later, off a rebound, uh, Jules Jardine slap shot for his first of the year, Morris. Second assist on that, and that's where we are at. Team Maryland wins 6-2 to two over the Junior Rangers. Burke with 34 saves and a very solid performance, seeing a fair amount of rubber, especially in that second period, as Boston was trying to strike there. So Maryland 1-1, one one, trying to go out with a winning record, and lo and behold, they did just that. As early uh, as they could, Alex uh, Erland with his first goal of the year, a one-timer off the slot. Nice little pass from Andrew Lowe to get things going. He got low, and it's one nothing Team Maryland. Then Tommy Tracy have a day. The returning forward gets himself two goals. First at 828, his third of the year. Uh, Jardine with a uh, nice little shot in front and a rebound. Boom, Tommy Tracy, Johnny on the spot. Puts it home, makes Team Maryland up 2-0. Then five minutes later after that, Tracy, a tip off the side of the net. And away we go into the net. And that's his fourth of the season off the power play. TJ Avellino with an assist, his first with Team Maryland. Minute and a half after that, Brendan Duffy gets uh, one back for the Vermont Lumberjacks. Is who they were playing. I don't think I stated that at the beginning. But, hey, here we are now. What better time than now to do that? So Duffy gets one back, but three minutes later, Max Morris uh, gets his first of the year. Sebastian Morris' brother, uh, they're playing together, having a great time, and he had himself a nice little time with that goal with Alex Erland taking a slap shot, or a, a cross-ice pass, rather, a nice little tap-in for uh, for Max Morris there for his first with Team Maryland. Erland with the second his second assist of the year. Second half, kind of more Vermont's uh, tone on this one. Uh, shots were evened up, and play was a little evened up, but Vermont got the better of it in the goal side of things. Robert Voss scores when 8-17 in uh, his first of the year. Then Trent King gets his second of the year, 14-39 in, but Team Maryland was able to withhold it, not let those goals get to them, and they get the victory in this. Lincoln Crosby, 26 saves in this one. As uh, Team Maryland goes two in one in their first uh, their first showcase, and and like I said last week, the showcase have not been especially kind to Team Maryland by and large. Uh, in the past, that you know they've gotten better over the years as they know what to expect. But in the past, it was not a good time. It was kind of bad news bears. But hey, uh, time time heals all wounds, and here we are getting some uh, uh, over five hundred. In the showcase. Team Maryland, they next play Friday 
The only game this week they have Friday afternoon, noontime, some lunchtime hockey. If you guys want to get some lunchtime hockey in, go down to Piney Orchard at noon. Uh, check them uh, playing the Philadelphia Hockey Club. The first time the Philadelphia Hockey Club comes into town. A new team uh, plays out of Holladell. So uh, if, you list, if you read any of the report from the Black Bears game, Philadelphia adjacent. So we will talk about that. Next week, uh, Philadelphia Hockey Club 3-1-1 one, and one on the season so far. Team Maryland right behind them, tied in points, 3-1-1, one, and one, all the same. Pretty even up, goal differential about the same as well, so we should be in for a show. To be on Hockey TV if you can't get to the rink, but I advise you, if you can sneak out for a little lunch, it's Friday, it's the end of the month, yeah, you know, why not just take the rest of the day off? You know, I'll, I'll give it to I'll be the person to give you the rest of the day off. You can go see Team Maryland play at Piney Orchard at noon. It's free. It's cheap as free. So you got that going for you. What else could you want in that? So uh, go check them out. And if you didn't, we'll report. And even if you did, report about it next week, how they did against PHC. Shifting gears to the Naval Academy as the, uh, I guess, the Battle of the Anchor is what they're calling it. Between them and Oswego State, the Lakers. They have a uh, they have an anchor as their their uh, logo too. How about that? Uh, in any case, uh, Navy's first uh, games of the season uh, because this is opening weekend and that's how scheduling works. Uh, on the road up there and they get off to a decent start. I would have to say against uh, Oswego as uh, it took them a while. It took them uh, a uh, almost a whole period. <laughs> 4.30 left on a great two-on-one between himself and uh, Nick Aoun. Uh, Michael Rokovich pots his first of the year, and that put Navy up one to nothing in this one. Oswego then, not that's some kind of bad news bears in this one. They get uh, they get one from Ryan Durand at 9.05 in the second period. Uh, then a little controversy on the power play. Trevor Jubran gets his first of the year, and then uh, 21 seconds later, Brendan McCarthy gets a fluke goal in, puts the Lakers up three to nothing going into the third. Sean Ostrowski though gets Navy back into it. A nice little wrister from the uh, from the dot on the uh, glove side of Mar the team Maryland and Maryland Black Bears alum Anthony Del Tufo. But uh, even though Patrick Laughlin and Jack Burke got the power play assist on that, uh, not their day for Navy. They dropped this one 3-2. to two. Charles Doherty with 31 saves. And this Justin Carl also getting an assist on the Rockovich goal. Uh, failed to mention that, so my apologies on that. So Navy drop one uh, heartbreaker. They were pressing there at the end especially, but nothing doing on that. They had another game Saturday, though, to try to get some vengeance. That did not go as planned. As Oswego gets out early, gets out often in the first period, score the first five goals. Thomas Sansone, his first. Trevor Drubran, uh, Jubran with his second. Anthony Davida with his first. And Braden De uh, Deming with his second, all in the first period. Uh, it was not a good time as Oswego just started to open open house uh, on that whole thing. Jeremy Keyes in the second period, 334, and gets his first for the Lakers. It's 5 nothing there. But Maryland takes a uh, power play for themselves, and they use it to their advantage. Sean Ostrowski, his second of the year on the power play. Sharp angle shot, puts it top shelf for his second of the year. Porter Markle and Jack Burke on the assist, and then 
Uh, minute and five later, though, gets that five-goal lead back for Oswego's Ryan Durand. Gets his second of the season and 6-1 to one going into the set. Third period, though, started to look a little bit better. Buck 50 in. Uh, Sean Milanete with his first goal. I butchered that one, so I apologize, Sean. I'll get it right next week. I will get notes from Navy because they are kind about that. They're like, hey, here's how we say our players' names. Get it right, you fool. Not that they say it nicer than that. I'm just internalizing it. Uh, Patrick Laughlin on the assist. Uh, that was an own rebound in the slot. Right place, right time. Always follow your shots. As uh, That's his first goal uh, in the ACHA. First college goal for that. Hey, he said he felt uh, so good about it. Ten minutes later, did it again. Turnover at the blue line. Uh, no assist, which I don't see as that being right because there was a turnover and they pass it off to the wing. And uh, Milanete with, the, uh, with a nice little wrister or a nice little drive to the net. And then top glove. And there we go. Gets knocked over at the end. Six to three at that one, but then on the power play with 3.20 left. Uh, Steven Matro for Oswego. Puts it away. Seven to three. The final tough night for Andrew Rugg. He gives up the first five goals, 14 saves. He gets the uh, the L on that one. Charles Doherty with the uh, backup, 15 out of 17 for him as a uh, tough night for uh, the Naval Academy. D1 squad for this one. But again, when you look at it, Navy kind of got off to a shaky start last year. Uh, a lot of that had to deal with uh, illness and injuries and such. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it is it is one of those deals where, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a tough start. But back at home, get some home cooking. Home opener Friday night as they welcome Drexel into McNullen Hockey Arena. 7 p.m. puck drop on that one. Home and home weekend as they'll go to Drexel, uh, the class of 1923 Ice Arena up there in Southeast PA. So a home and home matchup for this one. couple of home and homes here between uh, for Navy coming up uh, this week and next week. So we'll talk about next week, next week. We'll talk about this coming weekend as they take on Drexel. So if you can have the chance to go down to McMullen, I implore you, go down to McMullen. It's always a good time, heck of a rink. Uh, the golf course there, if you want some midnight golfing, don't think that's legal. So don't say that I told you to do that, but maybe get a, you know, get a front nine in before the game. Who's to say, but we'll come back and talk about that. Hopefully Navy can get, uh, use that week this past weekend in Oswego as a, as a nice little start, kickstart, kickstart the heart, kickstart the, uh, the game. And then we can see some, uh, W's on the board for the D1 squad of Navy. Townsend also got their uh, their season started this weekend um, in Mount Pleasant, their new ice arena in Balmer. Straight up, don't have to worry about going to Ice World anymore and go through the tunnel. You just go to Mount Pleasant. Good times had there. So they had a solid weekend starting off Friday, a 5-4 to four win in a shootout. And really, um, first off, sucked that there was no video. Uh, great job by the Towson squad to do a radio broadcast. Really brought home a lot of the emotion in that. It was pretty solid uh, overall. So Towson coming back from Deca uh, against Duquette, um, Duquesne, anyway, against Duquesne University. It's the Western Pennsylvania. Uh, so they come back in a solid fashion. Uh, Justin Brown, Frank Megan, Jay Harwood, and Tyler Mercier getting goals in the regulation frame. Mercier with the shootout winner as well. A solid work uh, by Nate Bur uh, Burlew 
who uh, Burlow, who had a hell of a job in net with some uh, t- timely saves and shutting uh, Duquette down, Duquesne down in uh, the uh, shootout, and uh, gets his first winner, uh, first win with Towson. Gets a big ass chain too. Um, my God, it's a giant chain. Good work by Towson for the player of the game chain on that one. Uh, and uh, didn't even see any radio broadcast for Saturday uh, morning's game. But thanks to Megan Hathaway, who is a, a, a very avid uh, ACHA, uh, ACHA, especially in the Maryland area, uh, follower. Uh, so uh, thanks to her for uh, getting things into that, uh, getting some things out there. Uh, splits the weekend. Uh, so we will see how that goes with Towson. Don't get any goal updates from Towson. Nothing like that. Nothing on the scorecard, unfortunately, either. Uh, I think it was 7-3 to three was that final. Same as Navy, uh, but such is life. Good start for Towson, I would have to say, uh, for them, uh, given the season they had last year. Um, so it's good for them to get uh, a start going, especially uh, for their uh, their new coach that's back there. Very solid uh, dubs for them, uh, getting, uh, getting Eric Hench his first win behind the bench. So we will see how this all goes for Towson as – we look ahead to what they've got ahead. They're back home uh, for one game this weekend. They'll take on Villanova Friday night at Mount Pleasant, and then they'll go up to Lehigh Saturday to take on the uh, the Hawks, I believe, the Lehigh Valley Hawks at the Steel Ice Center. Uh, both games later, 8.45 p.m. is the Towson at Towson, and then 8.15 on Saturday night. University of Maryland Turpins, they are uh, they are back at it again at the Gardens Ice House in beautiful uh, Laurel, Maryland. Had two games back-to-back uh, against the Georges. Georgetown on Friday night, George Washington on Saturday night, and a big win for them on Friday night. 5 nothing with the shutout here. Uh, don't know the goal scoring there is, unfortunately. No, uh, no score sheet on this one. Six Cobb was the win. Uh, six Cobb, sorry, not five Cobb in that one. Uh, Henry Batelier with a uh, a nice little shutout for himself. First shutout as a Terp. So uh, solid work for him in that one. The North Potomac, Maryland native getting a shutout, getting a crab hat. And he got the Terp, the Terp flag too. Just got everything on Friday night uh, in this one. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's good times had by all. They let the things roll in weekend sweep. Eight to five victory on this one. A uh, lot of career first goals on that one. Don't have the names of them, unfortunately, uh, for you here. Uh, but a lot of, lot of dubs going on for uh, University of Maryland. Eric Bernberg, his first win as a Terp, the Baltimore native, getting in between the pipes. Pretty solid. Liam Eden, the fifth-year uh, captain. For this Maryland team, 100 career points in the ACHA. No small feat for that. So congratulations to him uh, for getting that magic number. Got a puck, got a nice little pictures up on Terps Hockey. Good times all around for the Terrapins as they go 3-0 in uh, in their first three games. They will have a little bit of a, a fun time this weekend. A rescheduled game. As Ryder University unable to come to Maryland to take on University of Maryland or Stevenson due to health and safety reasons. So Maryland and Stevenson are going to play against each other at the Reisterstown Recplex at the Sportplex. It's going to be Saturday night uh, on this, so don't you dare miss that 
Should be a fun time uh, had by all for uh, for everybody. A nice little interstate matchup. And usually a, a game we kind of see see in the Crab Pot tournament uh, between these two squads. Um, so it'll be the home opener for uh, the Mustangs. And uh, they will take on uh, – no, it's not a home opener. It's a double hitter, Scott. Do your math. Uh, D2 for uh, Stevenson will take on uh, 4 o'clock at the Sportplex Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. So it should be a good time. The D3 for the Mustangs will take on Catholic uh, at Saturday, but we'll get to them in just a moment. Um, Mar- uh, the D2 squad for Stevenson had a 4-2 to two victory in the uh, in their exhibition game against Loyola of Maryland. And, uh, yeah, good times had by all. Brendan Jesse had a goal and an assist. Zach Garneau, a goal and an assist. Mike Hughes getting his first goal in the college realm, uh, as well as uh, Mr. Kane as well. Gavin Kane on defense getting his first college goal as well. Not to be outdone, Matt Doan on defense getting a, a helper in the victory. Uh, Sage Deneau, first college win in uh, in this game. So a good work by the Mustangs squad and a nice little warm-up, getting them tuned up, ready to go after a solid weekend the previous weekend. And uh, now we look ahead to what's going to have to go on or what's going to go on uh, moving forward for this squad. Like I said, they'll take on Maryland this uh, weekend, this Saturday, uh, ahead, of, uh, ahead of the D3 team. D3 team... Uh, took on VMI this weekend, got a dub for nothing uh, for the uh, the good old Stevenson Green Horses here. Carter Scholze with his uh, first goal uh, as a college player from the point. Noah, Fri- uh, Noah Friesen with a goal in this one. Marcelo Palacios, his uh, first goal as a forward after transitioning. From goaltender. So a nice little lovely tap in there. So uh, good shout to him. That's some good stuff uh, going on right there. You got you, you love you love to see that. Goalie turn into fence and away he goes. Almost a ty- uh, If you remember the name uh, Tyrone Gardner, and I'm sure many of you don't, he was a, a former goaltender in the Flames system, had a, a debilitating hip injury. And he turned forward and ripped it up in the Southern Professional League. So I mean, you know, there always it always is a nice little uh, change. You can have a change. A change will do you good. Robbie Johnson, the fourth, gets a uh, a goal, his first in uh, his college career. Uh, Daniel uh, Trebgabov gets an assist, as does Royce uh, uh, Grunninger. <laughs> Royce Grunninger. I'm gonna mess that name up. So uh, apologize, Royce. And uh, James Pellegrino, uh, fresh as the water that bears his name. 25 saves and the shutout against VMI. Big dubs for D3. D3 this weekend, like I said, they will take on Catholic in their Saturday night affair. And uh, you guys can uh, catch that all on the uh, website. They got the website up and rolling for Stevenson. Check out their socials at uh, S-U-A-C-H-A Hockey. And you'll see the links that go up there when the stream goes going. So how about that? Fun times uh, abound for Stevenson D3. Navy's D3, they went out to not Salisbury. They went out to Delaware. Delahoo, Delawat, Delaware to take on Salisbury University. 
and a uh, very talented Salisbury University team. But D3, no slouches on their own. Big 4-3 to three win for the Navy team in their first outing of the season. you love to see that. The United States Naval Academy D3 squad traveled to Harrington, Delaware to take on Salisbury, Maryland. Um, your guess is as good as mine. I'm assuming Easton's too far of a trip for uh, Salisbury, and I don't blame him one bit. But that's okay. Um, I saw the game, watched a little bit of it, but uh, no score sheet to look at, unfortunately. Uh, but we do have a final, 5-4. to four. Navy takes this one, their first win of the year in their first game. That's how kind of things work. Big shout-out to them. Um Salisbury for putting things going uh, on that one. Huge, huge uh, uh, win for Navy, uh, given uh, the struggles of last year, but a nice little win for themselves, 5-4 uh, to four in the end. Salisbury also had a, uh, a dub against Montgomery College this weekend, home opener. Uh, they win that one. Um, don't know the score, but they won that one. As far as, as, far as this little thing says, they had a home opener against uh, the uh, the Raptors, and uh, yeah, the uh, Salisbury takes home that one. Uh, Salisbury looking ahead, they have a, uh, a matchup at Delaware on uh, the D three squad at uh, on, on the on Friday on Saturday. Harrisburg travels to Harrington, and we will have there will be a YouTube link on that. So you want all their stuff? Su goals hockey. Uh, for that, of course, you know Navy, Navy USNA uh, hockey on the Twitter sphere. They have all their dates rip roaring, ready to go for the season, and they will take on uh, Catholic uh, next week. So they are off this week, uh, the D3 squad. So we'll talk about, we'll preview that next week when we get into that. So they have a nice get a win, and you get a weekend off. Gotta like that. I wish I had that at work. The Maryland Terrapin women got underway. Their DVCHC season started uh, with Delaware, the uh, second-place squad of last year. And Delaware does not look like they are going to let up anytime soon as they took it to University of Maryland 13 to nothing. Not a lot to write home about on this one as uh, Haley Rubin uh, gets uh, 50 or 66 shots. She stopped 53 of them. Props to her on that because, man, that is just that Delaware squad is something else on that one. Uh, two goals for Julia Neme, uh, Olivia Huddy, Evelyn Hill, Carly Manazzo, uh, Angela Murdo, Morgan Thrust, Samantha Schultz, all with one. Margaret Lester with two goals for Delaware, as was uh, Rory Essex with two goals. Jessica uh Pitanello with a goal as well for Delaware. 13 Cobb. Uh, I guess the less said about that, the better, I suppose. But Maryland trying to bounce back and interstate rivalry. They get their first home game at Cabin John, and they took on Loyola in this one. Maryland gets off to a quick start, 5-0-1 in. Elizabeth Braun, her first of the year from Anna Nardone and Amber Keegan. Puts them up one to nothing. And uh, did not get any more after the first period. But second period was all Maryland as well. In the early going as well, Eileen Kilkearney with a, a goal from Grace Carlo. 
And then less than a minute later, Grace Carlo gets one of her own from Christina Panulo and uh, Elana Skogholm, making it three to nothing. Grace Lundor uh, under a lot of firepower in this one as she uh, faced a uh, total of 24 shots through two frames and had heavy workload in the third period with 20 shots against uh, in this. Loyola tries to get back in it. Uh, midway through the third period, Sophia Theodore nets one from uh, Madeline Webb and Emma Alexander to make it 3-1. to one. But uh, with under three minutes remaining, Alexandra Bugash with the uh, the seal of the deal for the Terps from Carlo and Emma Stam- Stamtos. 4-1 uh, to one the final on this one. Grace Lunder, 40 saves in the defeat. Haley Rubin, 27 saves, not letting that uh, Delaware game get to her in the victory as Maryland takes this one, splits the weekend for themselves. Going to be a minute before Maryland plays again, however. They are uh, off for a little bit. Their next scheduled game is against Naval Academy at home at Cabin John. So we will see if there's any other games they fit in there uh, for their season. But uh, as of right now, uh, yeah, they will face Naval Academy October 21st. So a little bit of a more, about a month layoff. For them, uh, Loyola back at it. They will be at home. They will have a uh, little comforts of home as they take on Penn University of Pennsylvania at the Reisterstown Sportplex uh, on Saturday night, 7 p.m. So they're going to be in that middle game, it seems like, uh, this weekend between the D2 men's squad for Stevenson and the D3 men's squad for Stevenson. So uh, you're going to have a lot of hockey. If you go down to Reister's Town Sportplex on Saturday, pack a lunch, pack a dinner, maybe find out where Uber Eats delivers. You can spend a whole day there uh, with a lot of green. Stevenson green, Loyola green, a lot of green. Be green with envy that you have so much hockey at your footsteps there at Reister's Town Sportplex. So that's where Loyola is going there. The Naval Academy women, we didn't talk about them because they haven't had a game yet. They will start off this Sunday uh, against the University of Delaware. This was the championship matchup of last year for the DVCHC uh, with Maryland or with uh, Navy getting the upper hand on this one. Uh, but at the same time, it's going to be a little bit of a different uh, a different squad for this team. I mean, you, you do not have Julia Chenoweth in net. She was a huge part of of uh, things going forward last year. So how is that going to affect uh, everything else? But you do have a lot of people who are coming back. Michaela Stengel, uh, Marguerite Schillinger, Lauren Power, Elizabeth Perry uh, is a huge. Uh, Brooke Gauthier is coming back. Christina Cronello is coming back. Uh, it's it's a good returning squad. The squad went to nationals was with one, one win of moving on. Um, but... We will see what happens. Julia Chenoweth can't be unsaid. 11 shutouts last year uh, was a big mark for that squad. And we'll have to see what Ashley Harper's squad can do with this and what they uh, will be able to learn from their Nationals thing and for a little bit of a turnover how this team progresses going into the year, uh, especially with Crab Pot uh, coming back and coming up and at them. So we will see what the Navy does and uh, they'll do what they do, and they'll take on Delaware. It should be a nice little preview matchup, possibly a preview matchup, of what we will see later on in the playoffs this year. <sighs> you know we got to talk about some players. And what better way to start things is by just, all right, so let's, 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 cl- let's figure this whole thing out, shall we? 
Okay? Okay? Let's figure this out. So, first off, shout out to Patrick Giles. He got an NHL contract, so he actually signed an NHL contract with the Florida Panthers. He is good to go. Uh, more than likely, he'll be in Charlotte this year, uh, but good to have that NHL contract. You'll love to see it. Um, Cam Cameron O'Neill. Boy, Cam O'Neill have a weekend. Gets a full-time roster spot, uh, and, and in his first weekend, three assists. Three assists. Two on opening night against the Madison Capitals. One against the Muskegon Lumberjacks. Both dubs for the Tri-City Storm. Uh, Cameron O'Neill's a special player. Cameron O'Neill is going to be an interesting one to watch for the University of Massachusetts in a couple years. So enjoy him while you can. Uh, Tri-City Storm projected. So, of course, I love the Elite Prospects projection. Uh, Cam O'Neill's projected to have 93 assists this season in 62 games. Uh, so keep that up, kid. I'm you'll, It's going to be great, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> That's What a weird thing. I, I love projections. Uh, Micah Berger is uh, working in the Sioux, the Sioux uh, City, Sioux Falls, sorry, Sioux Falls Stampede uh, in South Dakota. Uh, one game for him this past weekend, no points to show for it, but good to see him out there in uh, ready to go for this season uh, ahead, getting a nice little spot coming off of uh, uh, a hell of a year again, part of that Mar Mount St. Charles uh, squad that was just so dominant last year. Eric Charpentier had an assist this weekend as uh, the Titans get back on track as they sweep the Danbury hat tricks. Uh, one assist on Friday night for Charpentier, putting him up to four uh, points on the season, three of them being assist. Uh, so uh, interesting to see the uh, Titans get back on track. It was, it was interesting to see them actually falter after having that uh, championship season. And not having a little bit of turnover, but uh, not too, too much. Uh, you can also put Scott Kremen, another uh, another Marylander for the Titans, getting an assist on Saturday. So where Charpentier uh, didn't didn't put one up, and away we go. Uh, Kremen there to get that Maryland content. Good to go for that. So uh, we have all that going for us for those players. Moving onward and upward, Mike Chen looks to have signed with the Reading Royals for this season. Of course, a, a big standout in the SPHL, uh, mostly with Pensacola, getting a shot at the uh, in the ECHL ranks. He's been up and down, had a, had a good run with the uh, South Carolina Stingrays uh, for a time there a few years back, pre-pandemic. Then went off to uh, China to play for the KRS uh, Beijing team, so uh, the Kunling Red Stars team, and then came back uh, stateside, played with the Reading Royals for uh, a for, for the season last year, getting in some playoff games, and he is back again for this season. So eager to see how Chen does uh, again in the ECHL. A solid defenseman, put, can put up points here and there for you too. So a uh, good all-around player, Mike Chen. Waiting for Lacey Eden, of course, for her season to start with the uh, University of Wisconsin and uh, how that is going to go. Looks like Anthony Domina is going to the Columbia Valley Rockies of the KIJHL, the Kootenai, uh, Kootenai Islands, I think, uh, junior leagues up there in uh, the BC region. He was playing for the Bozeman Ice Dogs for only two games, and it looks that his status has changed to the KIJHL. Uh, so we have that to look forward to. 
Miles Gunty is injured, unfortunately, so he did not, did not make his Youngtown Phantoms debut this weekend, but you can only imagine when he gets back into full gear, he will be rip-roaring ready to go to uh, put his name out there. Bryce Montgomery, unfortunately, was sent back down uh, to the juniors, uh, to the London Knights, after not being able to uh, make the squad for the... Uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, that's fine. He has one more year junior eligibility left, and uh, he will take that to his full advantage. I am sure the Bowie, Maryland native, uh, doing his damnness. And you saw the hard work he put in from the videos they put up on the uh, on the uh, the Twitter machines of his hard work during the prospects camp uh, and his skating abilities and just much how much of a force this guy is. Uh, so he'll be back in London. Of course, he can't play in the AHL. He's still too young. Uh, somehow, some way, that's still a thing. He's only 19 years old, 20-year-old is the limit. We will see if they can work their way around it. I think if he has junior eligibility left, he still has to play juniors, which is, you know, whatever. It's such a, such a stupid role, such a dumb role. If he's too good for juniors, whatever. Point is this. He will be uh, a key cog, I'm sure, for the London Knights this year, as London always constantly solid, solidly good. Um but, yeah, we will uh, see what he what they do. He'll be coming back down, and, hey, why not have a season for himself? That would be huge. He, he has a season. They kind of leave no doubt for him to go up uh, should the Hurricanes make the playoffs or even further on from that. And that's it The uh, for now, at least. We will talk later about uh, other players. I'm sure as the years go on, I have to weed down all the uh, all the fun stuff that I have in terms of uh, player players in this, because there are a lot of players who do not play anymore, so which is a shame, but such is life. Um, so that's it. That's all. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. It's been a journey. It's still going to be a journey. we still got a lot of hockey left ahead of us, uh, so this means a lot to me for you all to listen. So um, at Chesapeake HW Pond, I will be putting up uh, updates here and there, game updates when I can, uh, and uh, should be a good hoot and holler of a time so follow me there on facebook chesapeake hw pod for that as well but until next week i'm scotty Waz. take care of yourself and someone else this has been uh, chesapeake hockey week part of the face off hockey show media faction and podcast monsters you guys be good be safe and play that clutch and crap hockey talk to you next week peace